0: Log to Radio.
1: Oh, great. All right. And then you a please. Do it now and never be done. Say, great. me to hold on to it.
2: Welcome, welcome everybody to a special Saturday NBA All-Star edition. I'm
0: so happy that you played the weekend song on the weekend show. Yeah,
2: so, you know, that's very, uh, I, I don't know, it was a little bit on the nose. Was it too on the nose? <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: that hit right, like, literally. I was expecting, I was. you know what, because I don't know the intro song, what you're going to play as an intro before we actually yeah. get on live, right? So, I'm like, you know, right before the, the, the show started, I'm like, I started hearing the, the same weekend song. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to play that, considering it's <laughs> Saturday. And that's exactly what you played, which is great.
2: So, you know, we are back with another edition. We're here on a special Saturday show, man. It's, uh, you know, and we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl because that's about a
0: week. We may, we may want to deviate a bit. You know, I, I, I'm i thinking I, I want to, because this is a little bit of an impromptu show, I wanted to let the listeners know that um, we're going to be postponing Chronic Corner to next Friday as we normally make it on a Friday. Okay. Um, you know in in lieu of of you know friday the movie of course right so um <clears throat> uh i was wondering you know being that it is uh you know uh this the weekend all star weekend let's talk a little bit about you know the rising stars you know what's going on you know possible moves and more nba you know i know that you're you you you've hit the super bowl hangover point probably
2: um, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of NBA talk. on interesting comments that LeBron made.
0: So, yeah, I definitely want to touch on that too, for yeah,
2: sure, for sure. And I want to talk, I want to talk at length, and we're gonna to get to it at segment three. But the uh, elimination chamber, which happened at noon today, because of Saudi Arabia, those the show was in Saudi Arabia, which I believe they're about ten hours ahead or so. And right. eight, hours. eight and a half. No, they're like nine, nine and change. Yeah. Okay. So, and then the show, so the show kicked off at noon today, Eastern Standard Time. So, I want to talk about that. I watched that with the boys, uh, both Arjun and Ishan today, uh, and they were super into it. But I want to talk about the travesty that that was that show. So, we'll get to that segment three, but let's kick things off. NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, Tonight, I believe we have the Slam Dunk Contest, the Skills Challenge, and the Three-Point Contest, correct?
0: yep so as we speak right now, the skills challenge has uh, taken off i believe at 8 pm is kickoff for that following that is three point following that is slam dunk so um we had the rising stars uh you know thing uh, we had that that uh that exhibition kind of uh, go ahead as well that was good i liked i liked watching uh some of that the skill uh, the uh i think the format that they're picking. This is one thing I have to say with the NBA I have, like, an issue with. Um, they just – they don't demand the same amount of viewers as they used to, I think, you know, from the heyday of, let's say, LeBron, Bird and Magic, you know. Uh, yeah. NFL has – and, and and baseball has all – MLB has always reigned, kind of reigned supreme. And, and the NBA has been, like, you know, the, the stepchild that – that, you know, doesn't get looked at. And, and, you know, in the coming years, you know, they've kind of moved up. But they still need to make some tweaks to their all-star format, I think. you well, know?
2: I think Their all-star format is pretty good. I think the NBA all-star game is honestly the best all-star game of all the professionals. It's schools. the mo- it's
0: the most entertaining. I will absolutely agree to that,
2: for sure. But the dunk contest, which was the flagship, right? Because
0: that, Exactly. So you, you look at the dunk contest, you have – Obi Toppin, who's a favorite for this year, you know, um, I, the winners of these dunk contests in the last couple of years, not one of them's on my fantasy roster. I didn't even know that until recently. Like Anthony Simmons, apparently won, won the yeah. years. Um, I mean, and
2: ago, about four years ago, we had the great Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. See,
0: that was that was good for good for viewers, good for you know, good for the the league, you know, um, and, and they weren't huge stars either. You know, they weren't, they weren't a a Jordan and Wilkins, you know, um, they weren't, they weren't even like, you know, Kobe or like, you know, any of those guys like uh, Vince Carter was in the dunk competition. Right.
2: But see, here's the thing. The MLB, all the big, a lot of the big stars will be in the home run derby. You see it all the time. I don't understand why.
0: I think the home run derby is the equivalent of the dunk competition. I think.
2: It is. It is the equivalent. And then yet you still see ML the big sluggers participate in the home run derby. And we never saw LeBron. I think Kobe Bryant was even in the slam dunk contest at least once.
0: Yeah, he won it. He won it. He won okay. it one year. He won it.
2: We, we haven't seen LeBron. And honestly, the, just the – No, difference.
0: Westbrook is really weird. Prime yeah. Westbrook. You, you haven't seen Westbrook, you know, participate. I believe Paul George was in it one year, but, like, he didn't win it, right? But, like, you don't have your high flyers, you know, that, uh, in my opinion, John Collins should be in it. Yeah. John Collins is awesome. He's a great dunker. He's got ups like crazy. There's no reason why, he, you know, and then you have, like, <clears throat> this year in, in the three-point competition, you have Carl Anthony Towns who is who, who, who's playing. You know, the last time that happened was when it was Kevin Love. Yeah. That was shooting in the three-point contest. You know, you don't, it, big men don't do that.
2: They don't usually. I, you know, I'm, get
0: Steph Curry in there. I mean, Steph Curry in there. You know, get get your stars that that you want to that, that you want them to demand viewers. If there was a Steph Curry, let's say if Damian Lillard was was healthy. You know, Damian Lillard, Steph Steph Curry. You have all Trey Young. You have all these three-point specialists now, stars in their own right. You know, going for something that's. It makes it more prestigious, right? The winner of these awards, the winner of these competitions, right, they're not always remembered because the competition they went up against was subpar, always.
2: But even if, like, Blake Griffin, when he won the dunk contest, his competition wasn't very good. But a lot of people remember that dunk contest as his kind of like coming-out party.
0: Right, because he, he just wowed the crowd completely.
2: He did. He wowed um,
0: – he completely wowed them, Jonathan everybody.
2: Mitchell, Ja uh, Some of
0: these guys need to be in these these all star festivities the way so you you see in M, in the MLB home run derby let's let's say the the home run derby is your somewhat uh, equivalent right you have your you have your sluggers are there but they're stars right in their own right
2: yeah I mean let's see Let me, let's uh, let's might do uh double duty here and pull up the 2021 home run derby and tell you let's who. go let's do this you had Shohei Atani
0: cool he's a star. Okay.
2: Juan Soto,
0: also a star. Just turned oh. down three hundred seventy-five million dollars.
2: Yeah. Uh, then you had like Salvador Perez, Pete okay. Alonzo, Matt Olson, Trey Mancini, Joey Gallo, Trevor Story.
0: Okay. Look, uh, but like the years that you had Judge duking it out, right? Yeah. Well,
2: like, so those
0: were the there was all stars. There, were, everyone was a star that was going
2: in at those years, you know. Yeah, and we didn't have one for 2020, I don't believe. I I'm not sure. Yeah, cuz the the season um was shortened or whatever, but so okay. there was no game. But then you had the Home Run Derby in like uh 20 um, 19. 2019. The winner of that was Pete Alonso, okay? Bryce Harper, Aaron Judge, John There you Mark. go.
0: Big big names. Those are big names.
2: Ortiz won it in 2010. And big and names, big
0: Hall of Famer. Thing. That's a Hall of Famer. Now, you know, yeah. according to the records, he's a Hall of Famer that participated in 2010.
2: Yeah, I mean, you get big stars. Isn't there some guys who the average baseball fan will have probably not heard of? But there's not like there's not a bunch of guys on the home run no namers where there's no namers. Like in the slam dunk contest, you have four dudes: Cole Anthony, Dalen Green, Obi Coppin, and... Juan Toscano Anderson, who I've never heard of. I have never <laughs> look, man. All of these guys,
0: <laughs> all of these guys, they not a single one is an All Star, right? Not a yeah. single one is a star in their own. There's a, not a single one that man of the year candidate.
2: And Jalen Green, though, to his credit, he is a rookie, and he was a number two pick in the draft.
0: Fine, given, given,
2: so, but that's given.
0: But but still, like th- this is where. The NBA needs to change their format and have their stars participate. Instead of taking the all-star break as a time to heal from so-called injuries, freaking James Harden has been killing me on my fantasy team. He's been just hanging out, relaxing until after the all-star break. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, like, These stars need to participate in a weekend. This is what brings in you know, uh, you know, your,
2: your viewers for, for, for basketball. So, uh, I didn't see, what are the rosters for Team Durant and Team LeBron? Yeah, I'll pull it up as soon as you, I'm going to pull it up as well as you. Okay, Uh, let's see, because that game, that's on Sunday, that's on Sunday night, right? Correct, correct. Uh, Wow,
0: this is going to be uh, an interesting all-star. Yeah, well,
2: no, because Durant's not playing, right? All All right, you ready?
0: Here's Team LeBron.
2: Okay.
0: Team LeBron is Steph Curry.
2: Okay.
0: DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, Giannis, Joker,
2: okay. Chris Paul,
0: who is probably out because he has an hand injury, Fred Van Vliet, excuse me, Luka Doncic, wow. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Jimmy Butler, and Jared Allen.
2: Okay. Uh, right now, I'm saying LeBron's team is pretty
0: stacked. With pretty non- stacked. Now, are you ready to listen to Team Durant now?
2: Yeah.
0: All right, John Morant, okay. Jason Tatum, yep. Andrew Wiggins, Joel yep. Embiid, Lamelo Ball, Deontay Murray, Zach Levine, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Rudy Gobert, and Carl Anthony Towns.
2: And we're not getting James Harden, Durant, or Draymond Green.
1: Correct.
2: Um, right now, I have to say, LeBron's team is way more loaded because you got Giannis. And yeah, Denver. just
0: a lot. You have Luca. You have Jimmy Butler. Donovan Mitchell,
2: Joker. I, I think I think that team Durant has more size when you look at them. being yeah. Towns. Yep. But where is the scoring going to come from? Because I'm Tatum, looking... Morant, Young. Yeah, Tatum, Morant. Trey. Yeah, but... I
0: mean, this is the first. It's funny because. There, there, there are two bulls that are that are uh, um <clears throat> uh, voted for the All Star. one's on Team Durant, the other's on Team LeBron. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean has I mean, been
0: he, playing lights out lately, dude.
2: He has. He has been. It's almost like
0: something He just broke a Wilt's record actually.
2: I I feel like something's kinda of come up with him, like where he's just something the fire's been lit that we didn't see in San Antonio. No,
0: no, no, I don't think that. I don't think I don't think that's the case. You know what it is? I finally think that uh, he's figured out how to be the alpha without, without kind of being the alpha. And that's what, like, the, his assist numbers are up. His efficiency is up. He developed his three-point shot after he went to the Spurs. So I got to credit Pops for all the change in DeMar. And, and the system and what Billy Donovan has done this year is when it comes to DeMar DeRozan, he's used what has worked for him with the Spurs and with Pops. And it helps that he has you know very capable very capable scoring you know uh alongside dude Kobe White just dropped 31 points off the bench you know six yeah. threes so i mean he has he has talent across the board so that that is a very big plus sign for demar but dude the bulls are looking good i mean i like their chances in the playoffs i don't think they're going deep because they face the bucks it's tough they face the sixers it's tough They'll so get past Boston. They'll so get past net. Boston. you got a healthy net squad that with no mandates on, on on stuff like that, and it's in the playoffs. And now you have Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's also tough. I'm sorry.
2: Durant should be back here shortly. I want to say about a week or two after the All-Star game. Right. Because right. they – honestly, when he got hurt, that's when Brooklyn fell off. Brooklyn went on a, uh, what was it, like a nine-game losing streak. First. 11. 11-game 11 losing streak. That was as soon as Durant got hurt. They were sitting at, like, 13 games above five hundred or 12 games above five hundred. Correct. He got-
0: but, like, what happened in the midst of, of getting injured and everything going down the hole is then on the tail end of that 11-game losing streak, you now lose James Harden as well.
2: Yeah, right.
0: So you lost James Harden for seven of those games. Give yeah. or take, and you have Kyrie for maybe two, three, you know, of those seven missed yeah. games. So like,
2: it's we, tough. he's not good enough to carry a team.
0: So oh no, 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 no! He can't do it by himself. He cannot. But, he tries his best. He tries his best. He and you know what he he does okay, but like no, no, no results in success. I'm sorry,
2: right? once famously said in The Rock, losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. (laughs) I don't want to hear about his best. Um, Speaking of the Nets now, because we just got on that, I want to ask you, are the Nets better now than they were before the trade? Yep. Absolutely. You think think that...
0: Absolutely.
2: And I'll um, tell you why.
0: Because I love the fact that James Harden brings you um, he brings you, you know, your your points, your assists, your ability to score one on one, all that good stuff, right? You know, when there's other when the other stars are not around, right? No Durant, no Irving, yeah. uh, it's hard for Harden to even carry that team, right? Yeah. Now you give Ben Simmons the 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 reins to run a team that has shooters all around, right? Yeah. And and let's say there's a point.
2: Nobody clogging the lane. No one
0: clogging the lane. Let's say, let's, let's say that, that now you have, you know, the games that you're losing against the Kings, the games that you're losing against, like, lower-tier teams, those are wins with Ben Simmons.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: Those are win- And those are wins with Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons will, will make sure Curry, Patty Mills, and then you have, you know, Harris, Joe Harris, he's coming back. You he have shooters protect- for days on that team.
2: Is, even without Harden, they got shooters for days. Correct. Yeah. But see,
0: Harden doesn't have that pass-first mentality. It's something he's gained the last couple of years, whereas but, Ben Simmons has always been pass-first.
2: But Simmons is a way better defender than Harden is. Right,
0: like, 100%, 100%. And you have a starting point guard then. All of a sudden you have a player you know who's going to be bringing the ball up all the time, and they're not looking for him to score. He doesn't Harden, have to.
2: He can play off the ball and just take shots. He can
0: have layups and dunks all day if he yeah. wants.
2: Yeah, I, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I think Simmons, as as much as a better scorer as Harden is than Simmons, Simmons is equally the I don't think
0: you need scoring on that squad, though, right? You, you, have Durant, you have Durant and you have Irving. Those guys demand the ball in their hands. So uh, you don't need scoring on that team. So Simmons makes perfect sense.
2: He does, and it wasn't like in Philadelphia where he had to be a scoring guy, and also because Embiid would get hurt a lot. Embiid got hurt a lot.
0: See, people forget that that the the scoring surges he saw, you know, was with Embiid being hurt, and he had to shoulder some of that, you know, scoring, you know, brunt. And, uh, you know, even with Jimmy Butler being there at that one season and, and, you know, uh, Tobias Harris being there, he was still looked at as the guy that's going to be scoring. You know, he's still the the number one on that team. So he doesn't belong as a number one. You have on any player that goes on to LeBron's team, unless it's like Giannis. Not LeBron. Sorry, uh, goes on Kevin Durant's team, like yeah. the Nets. Unless it's Giannis, there's, he's yeah. all Kevin Durant's always going to be number one on that team. Yeah, yes.
2: You so, know, we're talking like LeBron a couple of years ago, or like correct that, prime yeah. LeBron. Uh, uh, like
0: I'm talking, like upper echelon, maybe uh, um, Anthony Davis, but like I'm talking, he has to be playing lights out. And and Anthony Davis is officially now
2: labeled injury prone after this you, last but, injury. Because I feel like the entire generation of players, other than LeBron James, is injury prone. Um, I you. You didn't see this kind of injury. This is what bothers me about today's NBA, and I'm sorry I'm kind of rambling here a bit because I'm trying to spit out my thought coherently, and it's not really coming out. But what bothers me about the NBA today is you got guys that take games off for load management. They have easier travel more than ever now. They fly on private jets everywhere.
1: The rules are
2: so simple. There's not a lot of physical contact. You can't touch anybody anymore. There's no physicality to the game. yet. Guys are missing 20, 30, 40 games every fucking season. You didn't see this in Michael Jordan's age. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, how many seasons did did the top stars of that era miss 20-plus games?
0: You were expected to play 82, dude. You know, if you were a star in that league, at any point in your career, and let's not even say star, because, dude, bench players, were, everyone was expected to play 82 games. You had to be ready to play. And if you were injured, you really had to be injured.
2: But but guys didn't get hurt then is what I'm saying. Like, Michael Jordan broke his foot his second year. He never got hurt again. No,
0: see, the thing is, I think these guys got hurt, right? I, I believe that they had the same type of uh, uh, Nick. Ticky-tack, knick-knack type of injuries, turning your ankle, shoulder, whatever the hell, right? You have all that. Tweak your knee, right? But the thing is, in that NBA time, in, in that in that era of basketball, the, you know, they wouldn't say, no, coach, I'm not playing the next game. The coach would be like, all right, listen, you just take it easy. And it's, instead of scoring 38 points, Michael Jordan, you get away scoring 18-22. You know, let, let the team do the job. Right. There's a lot of in-between games, if you notice the patterns of stars, where all of a sudden they have a down game. Why? They probably had an injury of some sort that they're just kind of downplaying and playing small off of light. But they're keeping the team together and they're moving forward.
2: Yeah. That's the biggest thing, man, is you see Durant. He's missed a lot of time in the last couple of years. Right. Now they take
0: now they now after a major injury like an ACL or an Achilles, they take a whole year off. Jamal Murray's about about to hit a year on his ACL, come April or May.
2: Kawhi, Kawhi
0: Leonard's Leonard. out for another. He's out till next year.
2: It just a lot of the stars don't play anymore, or they get
0: hurt. I time. forgot who Kawhi
2: Leonard was. Honestly, I oh, forgot he, who he was. He did because, the hell, man, he, uh, he just he's easily forgettable. He's a very forgettable. But player. you know what's
0: funny though? He's a free agent next year, yeah. so. If he decides to join a Giannis, join oh, an Embiid, oh, join a LeBron, right?
2: Got to call, call, call her. Oh,
0: okay. Call. call in.
1: Good evening, gentlemen.
2: Hey, how you doing? You're live. Hey, how
1: you doing, sir? All right. Uh, first time on this show, but uh, no stranger to Law Talk Radio at all. Oh, nice. Bro. Who we got? What's your name, sir? We got Lou from, we got Lou from the Garden State of New Jersey.
0: All right, we're at New Jersey. I'm a New Jersey native, man.
1: Oh, uh, I'm in Morris County. Morris County, me too.
0: I grew up in uh, Parsippany my entire life, man.
1: No fooling. Absolutely.
0: I, I lived we're in friendly, Morris Plains. We're I friendly neighbors. We're friendly nearby. neighbors,
1: and we were school. Yeah, we were we were friendly neighbors, and we were school rivals in high school.
0: Yep, yep. I moved out to Michigan I a couple years a... ago, but I've been out here in Michigan. But I'm a a Jersey, a Jersey ah. boy to the core, man.
1: Yeah, I went to a Park.
0: Oh, I know exactly where that is.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got the All Star weekend coming up. What's your up. thoughts? What's uh, your thoughts, man? Yeah, yeah. We know we got the All Star weekend coming up. I'm hearing a lot of complaints how it's going to be a lousy game, and they don't have the the stars. Like that. And with LeBron not playing, it's not going to make you know much of a game. You know what? I say forget all that. I mean, I like a good offensive type like a game. Everybody's like, oh, there's no defense and whatnot, this and that. Look, I like a good offensive type, like uh, shootout, especially the All Star game. Forget all about the other stuff; it's in the regular season. This is what this is what I enjoy about the game: good basketball.
2: Yeah, and nobody wants to see defense when they All Star. Right,
1: and you want to see fireworks, right? No, you want
2: to yeah. see a high
0: scoring game. You want to see players playing one on one that never would do, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Exactly. Alley, <laughs> off the backboard dunks. Things like that, man. Yeah, but like basically yeah. playground basketball, playground style basketball. Right.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, that's just no, to be because I did not that LeBron was not playing in the game tomorrow.
0: Right. It, is LeBron not playing tomorrow, Mike? He is not playing tomorrow. Oh wow. Yeah. Even
1: though it's Team LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And Team Durant, you don't have Durant right. playing either
2: playing. That's right.
1: (laughs) Which, um, well, that's not surprising considering how what the Nets have been since the so-called Big Three, which is more than a big bust. I mean, losing 11 straight now. Look, man,
0: in their defense, I'm not saying I like the Nets because I'm not a Nets fan, but I'll say this. They played a total of like, I think, you know, 268 minutes together in like two seasons, you know, on the court together. So it was very rare that all three of them played together and were actually able to play. Yeah. And you know what? That, that, that kind of sucks for them, for the, for the franchise, but yes. I think they still made out in the trade. I still think they made out.
1: I don't know. I mean, you're getting Simmons who hasn't played all year, uh, you know, Philadelphia and he's come over our side. I mean, it's like we but got, you got those two first-round picks trade. too.
0: You have, those, you have those two first-round picks as well. Uh, don't forget, you can
1: pawn those off for something else but you never know when a draft pick. I mean, I, you know, we haven't seen him play yet, so I'm a little skeptic about that. But Simmons, you know, he's not really your guy. I mean, he has, you know, Philadelphia, yeah, a great team, but Simmons, he is not a great player. Believe me, he is not a great player. And I'm afraid he's going to spill some of that poison over to the net side.
0: And you, you know what? I I have to agree. He's not, he's not your top-tier talent, but no. I think he can still change the team somewhat. Yeah,
1: hopefully for the better, though. I'm not convinced right now.
2: I'd flip Tyree for Dame Lillard. Oh yeah, totally,
1: totally. I would take Lord I would take Lillard over, over I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Or is I call him Lizard. He's a head case. Tyree's a head case who doesn't care about basketball yeah. to me. He has the look of someone. Then what are you doing playing just, the game? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know what? He's a New Jersey native too, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh,
0: That's a sad statement.
1: Yeah, a little I bit. know, I know. <laughs> uh, another comic tragedy in the world of sports.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, at least uh, you know, at least um, there's plenty of other uh, great things about uh, about New Jersey. Um, you know, playing in, playing in sports today, like the brothers Bosa, Nick and Joey Bosa. They're they're proud representatives of New Jersey. So
1: I like jo- I you think Joey's better than Nick, though. I'm sorry. You think what? I think Joey's better.
2: Joey's probably – yeah, Joey. well, Yeah, you do – see, I don't know. I feel like Nick Bosa is the better of the Bosa brothers, but I don't know. I we'll so. see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. we appreciate you calling. Lou. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, uh, feel free to call in any time. We appreciate you uh yeah, please, If you, uh, if you call
1: can, up. if you can next – yeah, if you can next Saturday, uh, you can hop over to my show if you If you can. Okay. Although the ty- the time might be a little bit uh, constrained to you since you start uh you start what, eight o'clock?
2: Well we're usually on on Mondays and Fridays, but uh but we did what time special Friday? today we have, Yeah, we're usually uh we usually uh, do our shows Mondays and Fridays, but uh today was a special episode for All Star Weekend. Ah.
1: Well oh, of course. What time is We do Friday? we do
2: eight PM Mondays and Fridays.
1: Yeah. 8 uh Friday's date night for me. Ugh, sorry. But anywho, um, I <laughs> well, have a show yeah, we on, on I show.
2: A... <laughs> We'd love to hop on your show next weekend. If you want us to call in, we'd love to hop on your show, Lou.
1: Friday, okay, here, 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 let me give me the information first. It's Saturdays, 5 to 7 p.m., our time. Uh, it's called okay. the Enhanced Sports Show. We ha- we handle everything, well, almost everything in the world of sports. I mean, we don't handle kayaking or alligator wrestling, but uh, most of the military right. sports. <laughs> um,
2: okay.
1: It's it, it's it's a pa- it's a panel show, so it's it's a group it's a group effort, not individually. Keep that in mind. Uh, the number to call is five one two five four three four six six two. So write that down because some people do forget it.
2: All right, let me get that one more time, Lou, from you.
1: Okay, the Indiana Sports two. Show. Yep, got that. Five no, five one two
2: five four
1: three. Yep. 4662. Watch those two in the middle. They trick everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. 512-543-4662, four,
2: four, six, six, the Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, you, you, what, now uh, you guys. What were those hours, well, uh, what were those hours East Coast, Coast Saturday?
1: 5 to 7, East Saturday Coast Coast 5
2: time. to 7, you
1: said. Seven, okay. 5 to 7, right? Perfect. Yes. East Coast. I go by East All
2: Coast. Right. Okay, awesome. All right. Thanks, Thank you. Those- we will be uh, uh, be calling in next Saturday. We will be dialing in. Good. Love to hear you. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Lou. Have a good Thanks, one. Thanks, Lou. Have a good one. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. So we got a. Uh, we're gonna roll on to our next, um, uh, which we will call it uh, topic, and then we're. Uh, wow, we've already gone through thirty minutes. That's crazy. It's it's, it's amazing how fast this. Sh- Hour goes when we're doing it. We might have to start upping this, Sam. In and I,
0: I was thinking the same thing. Um, it's a possibility. Uh, I think. Uh, Look, let, let's plan it out.
2: All right, all right. So last thing, uh, LeBron. Um, he's been on record lately about not being real happy with Rob Polinka, the GM for the Lakers, um, and now he basically had said that the door is not closed on him returning to Cleveland to the Cavaliers. And that um, he wants to play with his son, Bronny, uh, who will be eligible to be drafted in 2024. So with uh, that season, LeBron will be 39 years old. And he said at that point, it's not about the money. He just wants to play wherever Bronny goes. So, if I could, so LeBron's got one year left on this contract that he signed middle of last year. And it's, it's, it, I don't think he has a player option. He's got one more season in L.A. Next season will be – and then if he wants to go somewhere, maybe he signs a one-year contract to, to go back to Cleveland. I don't know. Or maybe Third or
0: whatever team drafts, Ronnie. really.
2: Well, yeah, but see, the thing is, let's see, this is 2022, so then he has the 2022-2023 season that he plays out. And then 2023-2024 – and then Bronny gets drafted at the end of that 24 season. So, I don't know, maybe he'll re-up with the Lakers for one last, uh, you know, another last season, and then wherever Bronny goes, he'll go play, which I would love to see Bronny go to some pit of despair team like the Sacramento Kings. And right, the, the right. Bron- go to Sacramento at that point in time. Or right. like a Magic,
0: for, lo- for the love of God, something like that. Yeah, Orlando
2: yeah. Magic, or like, uh, what's another bottom feeder? Like, what's the equivalent of the Jacksonville Jaguars? The Pistons. <laughs> the championships though at least
0: i know but right now they've, they've been at the bottom of the barrel for
2: years yeah they've been pretty bad for a long time i was thinking more like uh or maybe sending maybe send them over to uh oklahoma city houston or new orleans
0: or even houston now
2: yeah well yeah houston but i i don't know we'll we'll see but i i don't know to me and then LeBron was complaining about the GM. LeBron okayed a lot of these moves. He okayed – See, we,
0: we've had this conversation before. Like, the teams that LeBron goes to, he, he influences them to make roster decisions that benefit him or for the now moment, right? But it yeah. leaves them crippled for the future, the moment that he leaves. So,
2: At you know – But did you just said that. Hold that thought for one second. Do you think it's an ego – do you think that LeBron James purposefully triples the team, knowing that when he leaves, the team looks so terrible and it makes him look so good, like, oh, my God, look at what LeBron did. When he leaves, they only win 17 games or 20 games. Okay, so I'll tell you this.
0: It happened to work out in his favor yeah. because
2: it just boosted his stock as
0: the single best player on any team that he goes to, and he's been to now multiple teams. So that way, I don't know if it's strategy uh, that, that makes it happen that way, but I think that what LeBron wants and how it works out, works out for him. So he wants veterans that cost a lot of money, um, that, uh, you know, are able to come and and work in a support role. Sometimes it works for him, sometimes it doesn't. You know, when he, brought Re- when he asked for Ray Allen to come to Miami, it worked out for him, right? Um, in other scenarios, he's asked J.R. Smith, you know, and it didn't work out for him. You know, he's vouched for Lance Stephenson. Didn't work out for him, you know. Yeah. A bunch of things. You know, Carmelo Anthony, fine. It worked out. This year, M- Melo's still scoring. He's still hurt, though. He's 36 years old, and he's not playing,
2: you know. Yeah. Wow. Oh, just unreal, man. It's just uh, – I I don't know. I, I don't want to back – The other thing that, that gives me a a, a big –
0: Red flag is that he 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 kind of boosted up Sam Presti, who is the OKC GM, right? Yeah. Um, he he kind of boosted him up because this guy drafted what Durant, Harden, Ibaka. You know, yeah. they're they're no longer on his team anymore. But he has tons of picks. He has now a new a new looking squad that is working completely different. He has a triple-double machine in their point guard. Giddy. Gidday, or however you pronounce it. So he's on my fantasy team. Anyways, he's great as a rookie. So they have a lot of prospects that are going in that are looking good all of a sudden. And, you know, that just,
2: you know, if he ends up in, in
0: OKC and then LeBron goes to OKC, that'd be hilarious. If Bronny goes there and LeBron ends up there, that'd be hilarious.
2: Yeah, it would be. I mean, I can't really imagine him playing in Oklahoma City, but... Who knows? All right, that's all our NBA talk. Um, We're going to go to our next segment. Um, The first, and then we're going to kind of fly through this because I I really do want to get to the WWE pay-per-view, and we only got 25 minutes left. But, man, some, some shit blew up the other day. Between two Fox Sports analysts, oh uh, Doug Gottlieb and Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho went for the jugular. ex player though, right? ex player, right? So Acho has been is on ESPN, okay, and he he made a top five list of quarterbacks in the NFL, and he Mahomes wasn't on that list, okay, for top five QBs and whatever. Guys on these shows say shit you know, all the time just to garner clicks and viewers and get people talking. But Sam Macho, basically in his reasoning, didn't believe that Pat Mahomes was the top five quarterback because he didn't think that Mahomes, if you took away Andy Reid and you took away, some you know, some of the skill position guys, that he can't improvise or make make things better. Uh, the, the gist of it was that, like, basically pointing to the Bengal game and the AFC championship game and how the Bengals in the second half took away Kelsey and Tyree Kill, and Mahomes was a shell of what he was in the first half. So basically didn't name Pat Mahomes as one of the top five best quarterbacks in football. So Doug Gottlieb uh, posts on the Twitter, if you don't think Pat Mahomes is one of the five best QBs of football, you probably shouldn't talk about football for a living or two friends or strangers. Which Emmanuel Acho had some fire responses. One of them was, you got a real slick mouth for being a backup on the court and on television. You got to take a struggle. And then Doug Gottlieb responded, when you have no defense for your brother's indefensible take, you go at the messenger. And Emmanuel Acho tweeted this. This was was almost a mic drop here. My brother's take was trash, but so was your career as a pro athlete and as an on-air personality. So we can agree there's trash all around. You keep talking slick on Twitter like you're somebody. Ask Tom Calhoun to take a day off so you can get some airtime, homie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: seriously like a gut punch.
2: Yeah. Who yeah. and, and
0: needs to give Nick Wright one of those, man?
2: Yeah, seriously. And, and, you know, Doug Gottlieb was like, what a dick. Thanks for showing your true colors. And uh Ochoa was just like, Yeah, I'll take and deliver a bullet for my brother. Don't come for us unless we send for you. Have a good evening. What's wow. funny what's funny is that these two guys both work for Fox. Okay. Right, but
0: it but it boosts Fox ratings, so I mean, if anything, probably, right?
2: Probably. I just I man, I've never seen two people that work for the same company like i never saw it at espn you never saw two espn on air personalities go at each other and i've man, seen kirk herbstreet get get pissed off before you've seen herbstreet but not in another analyst right have you ever no heard... no no not another
0: analyst just on on air like
2: yeah emmanuel Ocho went a little
0: too far with his comments no i don't think so you don't think i don't so. because look man there's there's a considerable risk with what you put out in the uh, you know for the world to see and read and and respond to right yeah part of that risk is getting a response like this
2: okay yeah okay i just man uh, i wanted to cover that real quick because man uh emmanuel Wacha, who seems like a pretty decent dude a pretty well spoken man i've never seen him come out with the straight fire like yeah
0: but he played what linebacker
2: I think he played linebacker. Or yeah,
0: dude, they're, they're they're mean. They're mean motherfuckers, though.
2: <laughs> Those guys
0: are just mean. They want to rip your soul out. So I don't. I don't. I'm not surprised that that part of him just kind of
2: crept out real quick. Yeah. Uh speaking of football, uh, we're in that dynasty league with some of our fellow podcasters. I've gotten to know some of the guys pretty good. Um, so I want to talk some dynasty picks real quick. Uh, Before we kind of move on, Um, man, I I did I turned down that trade uh, that was offered. I
0: think it was a good turn down, man. I'll be honest with you.
2: Even though we would have gotten Cooper Cup on our dynasty team, pair with Justin Jefferson. Yeah,
0: I mean that's fine. That's all fine and dandy. But you're giving up. Look, Swift. He he wants he wants uh, next year. He wants Jamal Williams just for Swift. Really?
2: Yeah, it's like a
0: one year rental, you know, almost right.
2: Not but Plus yeah, two first, round, two first round picks.
0: Okay. And the thing is the two first round, that's the ones that, that are a little too steep, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I would say I'll give up Williams, right? And I'll give up Boyd, but no picks.
2: Yeah. But just that... do
0: just Cooper Cup. Forget Dallas.
2: Yeah, but Cooper Cup, man, just for that, just for those two fringe guys, or it not fine. Maybe
0: matter. throw in a first round. I'm sorry, I yeah, take that back. Throw in a first round, one first round. Yeah. Um,
2: all right. So I want to hear uh, top. Uh, give me your top five dynasty
0: QBs. Whoa, whoa. okay, top five.
2: Uh, okay. I, I, I'm not
0: gonna. I'll give you five, but I can't give you one. Like I can't give you ranking because I'm okay. like undecided on ranking. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So Herbert, okay. Mahomes, Burrow. Okay. Um
2: Watson. Key. Who? Deshaun Watson, okay. If he ends up on a team. If he ends up okay,
0: okay, okay. If if he doesn't end up on a team, he ends up on off the list. Okay. Right?
2: Um if You're getting your favorite quarterback, man. And Zach Wilson? What? Zach Wilson? Oh man, I, uh, Josh Allen, bro!
0: Oh shit, my bad. I'm so sorry. I don't forget Josh Allen.
2: Of course, Josh
0: <laughs> Allen. And then um, to round out the five,
2: you right? Got five right there. You said Herbert, Mahomes, Burrow, Watson, and Josh Allen. I'll take
0: out Watson. I'll put in Allen, and
2: okay. I'll take out
0: Watson, and I'm, I'm I'll throw in Kyler Murray so.
2: Okay. Um, I'm really high on this person, and I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, but. I got to throw Trey Lance in my top five, man, over Kyler. Murray. No,
0: no, he hasn't even played a game yet.
2: No, he played last season. He started like three games last And year. he was terrible. I don't know about terrible. Terrible? Playoffs? Terrible? Come on, man. Let's see. Let's see the uh... – Look at his
0: numbers, man. His completion percentage was ass.
2: 57.7%. You know who he reminded me of with that completion percentage? was Colin Kaepernick. Um, but he threw for 603 yards in those three starts, five touchdowns, two picks, for not for not having played college football. Because remember, his season got canceled before the draft. For basically not playing competitive football for nearly 16 months, I thought he did pretty good in those three games. Eh. eh. i right, I'm going to put a bold prediction out there for Trey Lance. Trey Lance will be in the top seven in QB for the 2022 season for fantasy points. it will be a top seven quarter in fantasy points.
0: Okay.
2: This season coming up. I'm calling it. We'll put it okay. right out. Okay. Um, Super the necessary. Other- it's about dynasty man it is so crazy as i've learned because i never played dynasty league before right i've always done just redraft no,
0: this is also my first two so i mean yours your, your first year dynasty my first year in dynasty as well structured very differently right
2: it is structured and a lot of people value picks over current players a lot of people's future they they don't care about necessarily winning now they want to win in the future i want to win now and win in the future okay and, and i I don't know. I feel like we made some shrewd moves. Hey, we landed Jonathan Taylor for Dawson Knox, J.K. Dobbins, and fucking um, – I, I forget who I gave up, the, uh, a receiver for him. I don't remember who. But we basically got rid of uh, a possible running back who might be in the top 15 this year and J.K. Dobbins, maybe a top 10 tight end and a top 25 receiver, but we got the probably the best running back in all of football. Right. Right. Uh, oh, man. And I think I've been very bullish on trading picks uh, for the rookie draft. If I can get talent, because I think this is a weak class.
0: See, that's what I was going to say. So because we bogarted now picks that we have in next year's draft, I'm loading some of them for talents that will be, Good, you know, or for the foreseeable future, is a is a good, you know, and I what I would do, since you're so high on Trey Lance, right? Yeah. Why don't you make a trade for Trey Lance? Give up two first rounders from just cool. in case Burrow pushes out past his, uh, you know, scheduled recovery time off that MCL tweak, right? For whatever case, right? You'll have a a, a solid backup then.
2: Maybe I'll offer Baker Mayfield and. There you go. Yep. Stop cap.
0: A stop cap. Yep, there you go. A first-rounder and Baker, which gives you, you know, uh,
2: uh, whoever
0: it is that's replacing Trey Lance
2: gets to replace them with pretty much Baker. You know? Yeah, we have, we have, we're sitting on four first-round picks right now for the rookie draft. And I'm not, I'm not high on any of the guys. I think wide receivers are going to be the move this year. Also, it may be a running back. I do like Brees Hall. I like right. Brees hot coming out. I don't even know if I like the receivers,
0: man. Chris it depends Ola- on what schemes they end up on, right?
2: It depends. I like. I do like Chris Olave. I don't know where he's going to land at.
0: Atlanta. Atlanta is looking for
2: a receiver. Okay. Well, that, so. what did I tell you about Calvin Ridley? Obviously, he Ridley might not be back, and Correct. so I don't know. It's Dynasty, man, it's, it's been real interesting. Uh, you know, we'll, I'll, we'll have a lot more Dynasty talk once the NFL draft happens, we'll talk top rookies, who to look out for. Uh, but, you know, basically, Dynasty gives us year-round fantasy football to discuss because there's going to be Which is great. Of- great to have. Yeah. It's like it's, it's a cure for the hangover. It is, just a bit. All right, man, we got a final 13 minutes to go. We got a couple. Let's move into WWE, man. Let's go. Let's go to WWE. If this takes the rest of the show, so be it. I did want to possibly get to the NCAA tournament, but if we don't get to it today, we'll get to it on Monday. I'm not worried about it. WWE can't get out of its own fucking way.
0: It just can't. No matter what it does, right?
2: No matter what it does. So, I watched Elimination Chamber today, and, uh, you know. What were your thoughts? Kids really liked it. I thought it was a trash pay-per-view. I thought it was overly predictable, and I so we got we got Roman. What Reigns t-
0: What time was that? I'm sorry to ask you. What time was that?
2: It? it was at noon. Okay. okay, we got we got Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Oh, gee, who's gonna win that match? I don't know. It, it, you you knew. I don't care if they put on the greatest wrestling match in the history of wrestling matches.
0: The names that you chose to do so were not the right names.
2: The names you chose to do so, not only the names, but you knew the outcome. Because WrestleMania is here, and everybody knows you want Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the umpteenth time. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows that. But we got Reigns and Goldberg. Uh, It was a physical contest. Reigns defeated Goldberg via submission. He actually choked out Goldberg uh, via guillotine choke. So, that was kind of a surprise because Goldberg's never been submitted in his entire career. So, that was kind of a surprising thing. Then we got the Women's Elimination Chamber match, which featured Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Drop, Liv Morgan, Nikki A.S. the and Alexa Bliss, making her long-awaited return. Bliss and, uh, Doud- or, sorry, Bliss and Belair were the finalists. Belair, Bliss, so she is now going to WrestleMania. She's going to fight Becky Lynch. Hopefully, hopefully WWE is smart and they put Belair over and they make her beat Becky Lynch because when Becky Lynch came back from her fucking pregnancy, Belair was the champion and then they basically squash-matched her at SummerSlam, making Belair lose in like 30 seconds. They just gave it away. They pretty much just gave it away. So I'm hoping that Belair comes back and they book it for her to win. But knowing WWE, who knows? Then we got to a women's tag team match where it's Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. This was a match that belonged on SmackDown or Monday Night Raw. This was not a pay-per-view match. The only entertaining thing was this. Sonya Deville showed up with her arm in a sling, and so Ronda Rousey decided she'd make it even, and she'd tie one arm behind her back. Then Sonya Deville revealed that her arm wasn't really hurt and she took off the sling, and Rousey had to wrestle the rest of the match with one arm tied behind her back. And Rousey and Naomi still won. In fact, um, Rousey put DeVille in an arm bar with one arm tied behind her back. So, here's the mistake I feel like. You made Rhonda so over that she could win a match against the top Star with an arm tied behind her back? That's what little you think of Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville... Yeah, was it's kind of 100%. like...
0: It, it's it's totally disrespecting,
2: like, the wrestler, almost. Yeah, 100%. And then we get to the Falls Count Anywhere match between Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. You have to go watch it. There was a point... In this match, where I was like, Madcap Moss is dead. He just broke his neck. Um, Drew McIntyre had Madcap Moss, where his head was hanging below, uh, you know, down by the legs of um, Drew McIntyre. And and Drew McIntyre was holding his legs, and he slung him forward. And Madcap Moss, I think, botched the move, because he landed square. Like, after getting thrown he landed square on his head. Right. It looked, I was like, oh, his neck's broken. I'm watching that with Arjun. I'm like, oh, his neck's broken. He's he dead. There's no way. And I don't know how he – you have to watch this, man. You have got to watch the move because I'm sitting there. It was, an, it was a reverse Alabama slam. He basically spiked Madcap Moss on his head. And Madcap Moss, uh, I, I thought I thought we were going to see – the X thrown by the referee, which means there's an injury. I I was like, this is o- it's over, and and he's finished the match. So props to Mad Cat Moss, but McIntyre in some shitty feud with Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. I feel like he was the champion for all of 2020, and now you're you have him in a lower level mid card feud. Come on. Then you had it's not
0: it's not sellable, right? That's not that's not something that you can sell to the crowd no, it's to the not, masses.
2: It's not. And, and then you had a pretty good match between Lita and Becky Lynch for the, for the Raw Women's Championship, uh, which Lynch won. And then you had the Men's Elimination Chamber match. You had so much talent in here. You had Rollins and Riddle and AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar and Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley. And yet, Lesnar beat them all to win the championship again. So let me ask you this, Sam, and this is what pisses me off. Brock Lesnar's champion. He won at day one because his fight against Roman Reigns there got canceled because Roman caught COVID. So they throw Hold him on. The- can, I, can I
0: hit pause for a second? Can you just start it off by saying part-timer Brock Lesnar because he's not a full-timer.
2: Okay, part-timer Brock Lesnar. Main event Brock Lesnar. So Brock Lesnar wins the title at day one. Out of nowhere, they took it off Big E. Langston for God knows what reason. Goes to the Royal Rumble. Loses it to Bobby Lashley after interference from Roman Reigns and, and Paul Heyman. So they have this angle now going into WrestleMania that Reigns and Paul Heyman cost Lesnar the championship. But lo and behold, Lesnar joins the Royal Rumble. And he wins the Royal Rumble, which he didn't need to fucking do because he was already going to wrestle fucking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. He didn't need to win the Rumble. That could have been served better for someone like AJ Styles. Correct. Correct. Letting them fight Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. But no, WWE, and all their fucking wisdom, decided to let Brock Lesnar win the Royal Rumble. And then we get to the Elimination Chamber, just Three weeks after the Royal Rumble, and Brock Lesnar beats everyone in the Elimination Chamber to win the title. For what reason? Why do we need to have Reigns and Lesnar both be champions? to a fight at WrestleMania. And now it's. All,
0: it's. I think the angle that they were looking for is this super bout, the super title fight. You know,
2: didn't need the belt you didn't need them. you didn't need both belts on the line from people Correct. to know the, the big Correct. fight so this is all I'll say if the angle WWE is going for here is once this fight happens whoever wins we have a unified championship and there's no longer a raw champion and a universal champion and there's no longer two brands this is what raw, if this is what WWE is planning then salute, okay? If what they're planning on is saying, okay, we're not going to have a universal and a world champion anymore. We're going to have one heavyweight world champion, okay? And we're going to not have the brand split. We're just going to have everybody wrestle on Raw and SmackDown. Then salute. But if if that's not what they're doing, and then all of a sudden you're going to give Lesnar both belts or Reigns both belts, then it's...
0: For no reason. And then now you have people chasing for at least one of those, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just, man... It, the, the book do, they
0: have, do they have enough talent to have them chase for one of those two belts, if not both?
2: They don't have it. Right now, they do not have enough talent to do a brand split. They have let go of too much talent. They've let go of too many people to do the brand split. Now... You can come up with some really good matches if there's no longer the brand split. You're going to have Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and AJ Styles or even Riddle start to chase the title. But having Raw guys or SmackDown guys go after one, then then your feuds, they get boring and they get lackadaisical. Right. It's like... How many times do we have to see the Usos and the Viking Raiders or their street profits and so and so? Like, there's just not enough tag teams. There's not enough people. They they've totally disregarded the mid card titles. The U the Intercontinental. So they should force.
0: They should force some of this talent in a different direction for these for these belts.
2: They should, and also I feel like put more of an emphasis on the Intercontinental title. Do you remember growing up? The Intercontinental Title. Oh, that was
0: like one of the best to have. Are you kidding me? Was,
2: because every single star that had the title at one, they point... they touched it at one point. They became giant stars. It was like it was like it was either for it was always that was the, always
0: the path to the heavyweight title.
2: Always was. Intercontinental was like the path. Or if it wasn't the path, that was for the best technical wrestler on the mid card, right? But like we saw Bret Hart, Triple H. The Rock, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, all hold that inter- intercontinental title. And right now, Shinsuke Nakamura is having the most forgettable intercontinental championship. Yeah, in
0: totally forgettable. Tot- like, his intro is cool, but besides his intro, everything else is
2: lacking. Yeah, yeah it's completely, completely lacking. I, I just, I don't know. I don't think... Um...
0: See, I think WWE's brand is, like, getting stale now, you know, and they really, like, we've been saying it for shows upon shows upon shows that they need to a new formula, a new flavor, a different style. If they're going to be mixing brands, bring in NXT. Bring in some NXT people, you know, in the right place at the right time. Blend it and mesh it the right way and give younger talent the ability and and, and, and you know, the... If they have a following, let them run with it, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. I, well, now we have the possibility.
0: Do you think, let me ask you a question. Do you think WWE will try to
2: poach any AEW wrestlers? I think they'll try. I don't know if they'll succeed because I feel like people see what happens at WWE. Right now, WWE has a reputation among the business of failing to develop and get over new stars. And, you know, Brock Lesnar sat out there and said, well, you know, if you guys want to be the top dog, you have to go. But Brock, one thing that he fails to understand is guys aren't booked properly to get over. Like, how many great feuds do you remember from the from the championship reign of Drew McIntyre and Biggie Langston? Tell me. Yeah. Me?
0: Not memorable, not
2: memorable, right? It's not because they're not talented. It's because they weren't booked in good feuds. They weren't booked in good feuds. But now, if you tell me, you tell me, ask me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah, you had the matches with The Rock and The Undertaker, right? Memorable, and and the stuff with Vince McMahon. All
0: the stuff like the, you know, with 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 yeah, with Vince and Shane. Yeah. And then you have you have you have people like. Triple H, who's had, like, long-standing history of feuds with
2: Mick groups,
0: you know, with, with, with different groups, you know, too, from a tag team perspective, too. So, all those great feuds were built, you know, in the right way. They were booked the right way, like you said. They were booked the right way. They were built the right way. And, and you know what? The, the, the wrestlers did exactly what they had to. They played up. They did their job. They played up the angles that they were playing. If they were heel, they played heel. John Cena, had a bunch of great feuds.
2: CM Punk.
0: Oh CM Punk, exactly.
2: Yeah, so that is all the time we have here on this Saturday show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We want to thank Time Lou to tune into the
0: All-Star weekend,
2: man. You're an hour behind. Come on, get on. <laughs> you know what? And I want to thank Lou from Enhanced Sports for calling in. That's Actually, you know, it's funny because I think he said that was the first time he's called in.
0: But I think he's called in before.
2: Called in before, yeah. Definitely. Should. But uh, we want to thank Lou. Uh, we're going to jump on his show next Saturday. Uh, please, you know, feel free to call into our show on Monday uh, and interact. keep interacting with us on Twitter.
1: Um,
2: we've got a fun one uh, on Monday as uh, I'm going to read some mean tweets that we've received. So, oh, very cool. I can't wait till Monday's show. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Harlem Heat. Harlem take- Heat. Take us out. All right. Bye, guys.